Hello, Eves, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is the man who logged in with his nerve gear, and he just can't log out. It's Will. How are you, Will? Hi, Sam. I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Yes, very good. We're doing things a bit differently today, aren't we? We are. So this is usually the show where we take three episodes of an anime chosen by Sam and give it the test of three questions where we decide whether it's good enough for the universe. Um, however, this time, like Sam says, we're doing things different. We are visiting a show we have already done and we are looking at Sword Art Online today and deciding, well, we're not deciding anything really. We're just having a catch up and to see what we think and see how things have developed. But we're just looking at season one, aren't we? We're looking at the first two arcs. Yes. Um, we'll look at the first two arcs of Einkrad and Alfheim. Yes. Brilliant. All right. Let's get into it. Cool. So in this revisited series, we come back to shows that will has actually finished um because it's all well and good us giving the anime uh the, the three of three the three questions deciding if they're good for a novice but it's even better when <laughs> will actually goes and follows it all the way through to the end and sword art despite being one of our first shows that we looked at and actually not making it into the universe we actually thought that yeah. this wasn't something we could show a novice. Um, Will's actually, <laughs> you, you've powered through. I've powered you, through. I've stuck somehow. with it. Somehow. And uh, to, for this podcast, I actually went back and I said this off, off air, but I might as well tell everyone. Um, <laughs> I rewatched the entire uh, first series because uh, Netflix has a speed up function. So I watched it on 1.5 speed and skipped all intros and outros <laughs> and had it in the background <laughs> when I was doing other things uh, so that I could just sort of absorb the uh the essence of sword art online one more time um and Absolutely. so yeah I've, one of I've, those I've, watches yeah <laughs> so even though the 1.5ers an even rarer sub subset of dub watches <laughs> honestly everything's better speeded up i listen to this when when we do when we do the edit for this podcast i listen to this on two times speed and it's so much funnier like guys if you ever if you ever <laughs> umming and ahhing about whether to continue with this podcast watch it on two po- uh two times two speed it's so much better uh ev- maybe that's how i edit it this week i'll just put the whole episode inexplicably out at double the pace oh. just to see who notices <laughs> <laughs> I thought, hey it's well, it, it, that we could that could be our niche you know we, every, we everything we talk about is a su- sort of side um benefit and then uh the main thing everyone comes to our podcast for is that double up speed it's just it's just so much content in such a short amount of time i just can't get enough <laughs> just beam it into your brain people are busy man. um yeah true i don't have time for listening to long ass podcasts yeah. i've only got time to record long ass podcasts <laughs> <laughs> true true um okay so let's let's get back onto sword Art online and to think about a bit of a, just a bit of a chat, really. I thought we could take it in, uh, in arcs. So maybe start with Einkrad yep. and then go on to Alfheim and Fairy Dance afterwards. Fe- <laughs> yeah. You, you said last week that you've got a lot of things to say about, uh, Alfheim. And, um, yeah. I'm, after watching it again, I'm, I've got some, I've got some thoughts myself, obviously, but I am very interested to see what you, what, what your criticisms are with it because, um, a lot of my mm. criticisms are the same ones, uh, for, for the first arc as well. So we'll, we'll see where, 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 where you come at it, how, how you come at we'll it. Go from later. There. Um, but I'd, I'd like to start off by talking about, uh, the most integral part of Sword Art Online. The, the most. Kirito. <laughs> no, oh. his harem. 
<laughs> so all of the I, I want to go girl by girl and think about <laughs> oh god no <laughs> uh, why are they attracted to this big gamer nerd yeah and should they be <laughs> yeah okay what were, you, what were your thoughts on the the harim of kirito what does harim mean <laughs> So a harem is a group of uh, girls oh. all focused around and all wanting to date one guy. Oh. Um, it's an entire subgenre of anime as well. You get harem anime and reverse harem anime. Uh, and in the case of Sword Art Online, uh, Kirito inexplicably manages to pick up about three different women who immediately fall in love with him. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the course of Ironcrud. So we get Silka who is the beast user we get lisbeth the yeah. blacksmith we and we get arsena and there are and klein who was the, who was the first one <laughs> uh silka the beast user the young girl the young girl uh oh yeah 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 i remember the one that he goes and gets the soul back or the, the spirit yeah from, for her little for, pet dragon thing yeah yeah and and then there's his sister oh god his sister's got to form part of that little group as well no, yeah, she comes into it in Alfheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so we're talking about uh Einkrad. Um yeah, so those uh, that was it's 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 an it's just one of those things you have to accept. Um I don't I don't like it. I don't think it's I don't think it's good for the story. I don't think it but you can ignore it and just watch it without sort of paying credence to that, I think. Um mm. I think they do do a good job of once Asana and Kirito are together, I feel like they do a good yeah. job of putting that to one side. Like there's lots of people that find him attractive and stuff, but they never sort of lead in, lean into True. that with regards to like his perspective. It's always him and Asana are together and that's it. Like just, yeah. just deal with that. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not a good thing, but <laughs> yeah. it's just a pain because we get these really cool characters who could have, the chance to just be these badasses in this MMO world. Yeah, like I really, and I really like Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth's great. Yeah, she's so cool. Yeah, she's a cool character. And, and yeah, it's just a shame that their characters are, are just like bolted to the fact that they start to fall for Kirito. Yeah, why not just have the cool badass female blacksmith who everybody goes to because she makes the best gear? Why does she then have to go weak at the knees for yeah. Kirito? Yeah, you're right. That'd be that'd be really cool, and she she could have her own spin off. That I'd watch that, but I don't want to watch it now because I all she's going to be doing is moping about Kirito. Um, <laughs> I can't believe he left me for Arsena. She fell in love with him after like one mission, and like set you know yeah by falling from the sky, but next to that dragon yeah, she just, and she just shouts, "I like you." Yeah, and Kirito's like, "I like your sword." <laughs> well, in the in the in the dub, she says, "I love you." And Kirito doesn't hear it and just sort of says nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, contrivances. Yeah. It's not, it's not great writing, is it? Yeah. <laughs> then we have Silka, who's the beast user, who we get the, the soul back. Oh, yeah. Did you enjoy the hilarious um, <laughs> comedy moments where she was picked up by the big tentacly monster and her skirt almost fell up? Um, How I, funny was that, Will? I, I genuinely can't remember tentacle monster i don't remember that it's like a big flower monster that she's trying to fight and it uh, like whips around her leg in a 
like lifts her upside I've, down. I've and... clearly put that from my memory. Although, oh god, it, I'm jumping around, but it reminds me of in Alfine when uh... <laughs> when Asuna gets a very similar into a very similar situation. But um, uh... well, yeah, we'll get to that later. So, um, what, what's that girl called? The that was uh, Silka. Silka. So that happens. Like I can't even remember when that happens. Is that sort it's fairly of- early doors in Ironcrad? I think it's ju- it's after Black Cat and it's after yeah yeah. It's after it's, I think I think it's I think it's episode four. Um, and it's it's when to be fair, there are some good scenes, and and we need to make sure that we comment on the good scenes because there was a bit. Yeah, the I rewatching this, I I did sort of when the opening hit. Like it, it, I did. Da, 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 da. <laughs> the OP, I love to be fair. That's a banger, man. I do really like it. Um, and it's good that we get to go back and discuss it again because now I've now being able to compare it to other anime shows. Um, yeah, it still has a special place. I, I, I do like it. And, um, yeah, it, it, it did fill me with, it's weird that it fills me with nostalgia, even though. I only watched it like relatively recently. Um, but yeah. I, it, I, it did film me. I, did, I was excited to sort of go back. I was like, Oh yeah, there is some really fun bits about this show. And that's the good thing. And uh, right. Okay. Here's, here's one of my big things. You always describe this okay. show as fast food, right? And I've never really yes. liked that because I thought it was no offense. I thought it was a bit of a cheap comment, but it is the perfect description going back and watching this. It's, it's the perfect description for the show because fast food doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing. You know, yeah. McDonald's and KFC and all has the, its place. It, they are multi-billion-dollar uh, businesses that have something good about them. And the fact that you can just watch this and just engulf the good bits, you can ignore the bad bits. Like with fast food, you can ignore mm. the fact that it's really unhealthy and that it's full <laughs> of uh, uh, what fat and salt and everything bad. Yeah, and full of. Weird Addis- incest additives. and tentacles and yeah, yeah. bad writing. Yeah. But it's fine because we get a banger OP and we get some really slick action. Yeah. So th- this this episode, the one you're talking about, he is the first time we see... He just stands there and lets these guys go at him with swords. And, oh, that is badass. And he just... Uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's like, you'll never you'll never do any damage to my HP. Like, I'm I'm, I'm recovering quicker than you can, than you can beat me down. <sighs> Um, he stands there, doesn't he? He's just like, he lets them hit him for a few seconds. He goes, ah, that's fine. Just wear yourselves out. I, my my HP regeneration is better than the max damage you can dish out. That is a cold, yeah. badass moment for Kirito. And there are some really good moments where he, he is, like some of the fight scenes we'll get onto in a bit. He, he, they are really oh. good. Um, and yep. Yeah, you can't really deny that. Um, yeah, so again, the good with the bad. The t- Talking about the bad... What do you think of Yui? Oh, wait. Is Yui in this one? Yeah, she is. Yeah. 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 yeah she is. This is what. Oh, my God. It's their daughter, Will. Oh, no, it's not. It's their virtual AI daughter. I've got a lot. I, a lot of problems with Yui. Yui does. I. It's so cringe. It makes me. It makes my skin crawl watching these genuinely like the first it's just the second time watching it was a bit better because i sort of knew where it went and i knew you what, could brace for impact uh, oh yeah yeah literally i was in the fetal position watching all watching all of those episodes um but yeah you're right it's, just, it's a really i'm glad i'm glad that i'm not the only one that feels that way is that is that something that people <laughs> god people feel, yeah feel? It, like the intro i i see what 
the writer was trying to do and the community at large sees what he was trying to do. He was trying to introduce this kind of, this something for Asuna and Kirito to bond over, but not actually give them a proper kid. Okay, <laughs> fine. Get him a pet. Didn't Get him a to, dog. Yeah, <laughs> right? It it didn't have to be a lolly AI that calls them Papa and Mama oh. and just... <laughs> yeah. She turns into, and as well, she turns into this big Deus Ex Machina because. Oh yeah, that's a cool that little bit. That's a, that's, a, that's a cool little turn where she defeats that big, uh, the big scythe holding Grim Reaper thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but also, why does she not just do that for the rest of the game? Well, because she dies, dude. <laughs> she gets erased from the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like she literally, they literally dangle that op thing now. and they think, oh no, we can't <laughs> leave her in there because she is just she's an immortal object. She's. Um, Oh, yeah. Just to see her take on, um, Kyber. That, that's what they, that's oh, what that we need. <laughs> Just this little tiny fairy, like zipping around, like, wee. <laughs> Bang, immortal object. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yui and that whole scene, because it comes fairly late on in, uh, Aincrad, we get this big cutaway to the romance that had begun to develop between Kirito and Asuna. Mm, yeah. And it turns out that they found themselves like a log cabin on one of the floors oh, that's... where they live in Again, that peace whole, and that whole arc is just weird. And it, it's such, uh, it's so escapism. Like they're, they're clearly just not happy with their lives. So they're avoiding it and burying their head in the sand and going and getting a little cabin. But they paint it as this like magical time away. Idyllic. They don't really yeah. refer to it referred to it as a negative. They do a little bit like Kirito sort of goes, Oh yeah, I'm, we're going to do the same thing again. She's like, Oh, should we go do something fun? Um, and Kirito, Kirito's response is like, what, like we did yesterday. And you can see it's sort of grating on, on him a little bit, but later on. And even, even when we go to like Gungale and stuff like further down the le- further down the line, they reflect on that. And it's so filled with nostalgia and like they go back and get, mm. get that cabin and stuff. And it's a bit like, I'm but it's just i don't know it feels like filler i i don't think that it moves their characters forward at all it's just this weird stopping point that in an arc which is dealing with life and death and cool battles yeah it's good to have some downtime to let consequences and to give the characters room to breathe and develop but this isn't letting them do that this is just mm, yeah it, a dead, they don't it's develop. a dead stop but then, and when we've cut out so many other flaws as well, because we just speed through the like flaws yeah, yeah, ten yeah. to fifty or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like why spend two episodes in a bloody log cabin fishing for a giant fish? <laughs> I did like the fish scene. To be fair, I thought it was a bit of light <laughs> comic relief. Um, and that's another good thing about this show is that they do give Asuna a lot of badass badassery. They um. Get, mm. They get her to do a lot of the killing Until... of things. Until... <laughs> Until Alfheim? <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damsel in distress, <laughs> like level 100. Um, Jesus. Yeah, but yeah, that I, I did know there's a few times throughout the first arc where Kirito could have dominated and taken over and killed whatever foe they were facing but uh he either leaves it to asana or encourages asana to take asana over just steps into it yeah and um, which is good yeah they have a good ish relationship yeah um, especially in Ironcrad. like they 
Kirito understands that she's this complete and utter badass mm. and doesn't try to coddle her. Yeah. Which I think is a, is a really good dynamic. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's definitely a positive. Mm. But yeah. So this whole scene with the cabin, it is filler. Um, it lasts for probably what, like three or four episodes. It's the fish monsters. And then you end on like a, yeah, yeah, you end on like a stinger for the skull reaper boss. And it's like, Oh my God, you need to come and help us because everybody's died. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's just dragged back into the spotlight because it's the reaper fight, isn't it? It's the reaper. And then it's the. Then we can't, yeah, then after the Reaper, it's, it's Heathcliff's big reveal. Yeah, yeah. So the fish monster, um, the Reaper is all in the same episode. And then they go to, and then he gets the message from Heathcliff saying, you need to come and help. Uh, yeah. And it, it yeah, I, I don't know really. It, it is filler, but before that, before that, they get, um, we get the dual wielding for the first time. Oh my God. The fight against the Gleam Eyes. Yeah. Okay. I need, I need, and everybody needs your completely. I need you to just tell me what you thought when it happened. It was insane. Like, I love that scene. It's so good. It's just that, I mean, to be fair, he should have made the decision earlier. He was like questioning whether to do it because he's like, oh, people will see me and then they'll know. They'll know my little secret. But it's my special skill. (laughs) Yeah, no one else's. But when he pulls it out and he's like, it must go faster, must go faster. And, uh, oh no, maybe that's, maybe I'm getting mixed up with uh, Heathcliff. I don't know. No, I don't know. At some point he says must go faster. But yeah, he just goes to town mm-hmm. on town on it. And uh, it's such an absolutely incredible scene because it's this, the, we're fed again and again from the very beginning. This is an example of Sword Art at its best. Yeah. We're fed from the beginning that if you try to take on a raid boss by yourself, you are dead. Yeah. Dead yeah, meat yeah. completely. It literally, it's just like a regular MMO. You need a party to take on a raid boss. And <laughs> this one they reckon they can take it they go in and everything's set up for them to go and then it's just kirito and we just have this and it's dumb and it's an ass pull because it comes out of bloody nowhere <laughs> but is it does it, does it, it come out of nowhere coolest... because he always he doesn't use a shield he always uses one you know what and then he goes to make the other sword with yeah uh, lisbeth so it's foreshadowed it's, a bit yeah but like i think it's built can... up too nicely I, I i think it's cool how, and and to be honest this is this is like a really iconic image, isn't it? And it's the one I chose for the fan art or for the, for the cover art mm. um, of him holding him the, with the the, the, two, the so- two swords, the two swords, um, and it, it, that all, yeah, that all pays off a little bit. I think. I think going in, it's it's mm. cool to see that come come to fruition. Um, yeah, but yeah, and it's nice that it kind of it arrives at such a and oh, the way that the fight. And you're just watching Kirito's health bar like tick oh. down and like ding, 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 and it's one pixel. Yeah, yeah. And he wins. I'm not gonna lie, that still that like still gives me like yeah goosebumps thinking about it. I get the same feeling watching that fight that I do when I watch the Bell and Minotaur. Oh, fight nice. In yeah, Damachi. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just everything aligns brilliantly. The animation, the swelling music, the um way in which we see Kirito become stronger, even if it is a little yeah. aspally. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's great. Fight. It's, it's great really fight. impressive. Um, the, again, like the, the fight scenes are awesome. Like the, the one, even the one with the dragon, I thought was cool. I thought that was really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, Heathcliff, when he fights Heathcliff for the first time in the arena. Oh, in the Coliseum. Yeah. yeah. 
That's pretty badass. Um, and he uses a dual wield. The shield just like. Yeah. Um, and then Heathcliff like pauses time <laughs> somehow. Um, yeah. Which I don't know why Kirito didn't then just like call him out. I'm like, Hey, you can't do that. That's not fair. It's <laughs> um, not kosher, dude. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he doesn't. And, um, we find out that Heathcliff is Kaiba in the end, which is, mm. is a cool so I wanna, reveal. I want your opinion on that. I think that's a cool reveal. I, I like that. And, and watching it again, I knew, uh, knowing that that was coming was was interesting to see how he was like leading the party and control like that's a weird sort of it's a weird balance for him to take you know he's leading the party against himself almost um mm. uh yeah i wonder I, it'd be interesting hmm the the other side i think the reveal is good the other side of it is that we miss out on the next 50 levels um or, yeah. or whatever because he just goes lol if you beat me now yeah, he gives, it's a yours. bit of a forced <laughs> situation where they can finish the arc. Um, and, mm. and, but, but, but maybe that's good because we often complain about shows that try and push it too far and just regurgitate with filler and stuff. Um, so maybe, same stuff again and again. Maybe, maybe mm. that's the way, maybe they didn't want to do that. They didn't want too much filler and stuff. So let's create a circumstance where they can finish the game now. Yeah, which I think is fair. And it definitely, from a light novel perspective, it's that's probably the case. Like hmm. the author jumped forward so much because it's a light novel, and you don't have that many pages to work with, and you, there's only so much in prose that you can repeat flaws and raid bosses. So you just take those highlights, and then the, the reveal that he's there and playing the game. I like that it wasn't just for giggles that they actually figured out that he was doing some game master shenanigans, and that's why. He has to reveal himself there. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. What I'm not as much of a fan of is his motivation. So after we get the, the final battle. Yeah. Which, by the way, I was convinced that that revival stone was going to come into play from the Santa episode. Yeah. I, I absolutely. Re- that's a Chekhov's gun ready to be fired. And it, when did they, Asana dies. Did they, have, where's the, do they ever use that? No. Like I, Ah, oh, yeah, because I when I rewatched this, I thought that was going to happen. So in my head, uh, it was already canon. So I rewatched it, and I was like, right, yeah. they're going to use the. Oh yeah, Asan has died, so they're clearly going to use that stone from the Santa episode. And then they never did. And then Kirito died, but he can turn into a ghost, so he doesn't really die. And then they survive. Like, all that. the pieces are there. Yeah, yeah. So and all the pieces are there as well because Klein. Yeah, Klein's there. Like he's got the stone. Klein's there. He's the one that Kirito gives the stone to, and obviously... He's got the resurrection stone from um, Harry he's Potter. From Harry Potter. But it's like everything aligns for this bit of foreshadowing to pay off, even if it's just for like... Yeah, that's dumb. My, they should have done In my that. head, I'm like, why do they not... Br- like, Asuna dies, they use the stone, Asuna then saves Kirito, and then they win. Yeah. How much better would it be than just, and my- oh, I guess I died, but he feels bad. Another thing that was canon in my head that didn't happen at all, and I don't know where I got this from, but he'd already said... He'd already told Kaiba, don't let her kill, my- kill herself. So I thought he'd programmed into the game already because he does something, but I think he's just sending, I think, I think thinking back, he just sends the jewel request or the jewel, um, uh, propose, you know, where, where PVP. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, to Kirito, but I thought he was, he told Kaiba, don't let As- Asana kill herself if I lose. So I thought a good way to get out of Asana dying would be that although 
she's sacrificed Kyotaro herself. loses. Although yeah, she yeah. sacrificed or herself, Kayabak actually can't kill Asuna. But that didn't happen mm. either. Um, so I don't actually know yeah. why they survived. How did they survive? So, uh, and this is, this is the issue that, maybe not all of the community, but I, I have some issue with this, even though Iron Cried is probably one of my favorite parts of Sword Art. So Kayaba's motivations are essentially, I wanted to create a world of everyone's dreams could come true. And I wanted to take part in that world. And that's why I trapped a hundred thousand people inside of my fucking video game <laughs> and then decided to kill them. Yeah. If you try to leave, so, you can come to my party, but if you try to leave, you're going to die. Yeah. You're going to die. But it, when Kirito faces up to him and he sees, I guess maybe real love has blossomed within his world, he considers it a success. And then instead of facing the consequences for any of his actions, he just goes, Lol, K, you can all wake up now. Bye, <laughs> and yeah. just fucks off. Um, yeah, he 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 manifest. Yeah, because he he makes that statement, doesn't he? Like, if you beat me, we'll end the game, and everyone can everyone can mm-hmm. go. Um, but he manufactures those terms. He he says that he creates those terms. Yeah. He doesn't have to. He's playing with cheats. Yeah, yeah. But but he also he, yeah. I, I it's a weird situation to put himself in. Like, oh yeah, if I lose. I'll destroy everything that I've worked towards um, creating. But then this is the same guy who created this, like painstakingly created this world to be as lifelike as possible and then yeeted himself into it so that he could be the protagonist of his own story. Yeah, he's very like, self-involved. There's something fundamentally wrong there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say the ending of that as well. Once players wake up and Kirito and Asuna share their real names with each other, uh, Kirito's real name is Kazuto yeah. and Asuna's is Asuna, Asuna yeah. because she's a <laughs> that's easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I do really really like so the ending song kicks in and Kirito gets out of bed and he's haggard and yes. his nails are long and he grips that IV and, he, and the walking down the corridor to that music playing yeah I think is an, a brilliant like despite all the negative things that I've said, mm. I think it's a really, really good ending to that arc. It's very it's very hulk, um, isn't it? Um Lonely Walk down the uh down the lonely road. Mm, um Yeah. Of uh, Bruce Banner just walking and off into the distance. And you can kind of buy it as well because he really does care about Asuna and if what despite the other issues I have with the series presenting Asuna, mm. the consistently Kirito does genuinely love and care for her yeah to, to, oh to yeah a degree where even though there's the other harem around him he doesn't have eyes for them they're just his friends yeah absolutely. It's who, it's who never, he actually loves he never even questions it he never even mm. sort of thinks huh and to, to drag your atrophied body out of bed that's been lying there for like two years and to just stagger down the corridor to try and find her, i think that's it, it's powerful and i i like that about kirito's character Yes, and I thought that was yeah. It's 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 a lovely way to end that um, arc, um, and it's real, you know. Like it, 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 those are mm. the things that would happen to someone, uh, and they they even question it in the in in the in game. They say, "God, we we might actually not have that long left in in real life because because our bodies are going to be on trips and in hospitals. Like, how long can they actually sustain that? Um, how long can our bodies mm. actually go through that without moving and without getting real?" whatever uh nutrients and stuff Stimuli, yeah. um, i mean with technology i imagine a very long time but uh at least they question it because <laughs> they don't know they don't know what's yeah. going on they're in a game they don't know man yeah um 
So that brings us to the end of uh, Eincrad. I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't, don't make me. Please. Um, I'm T- Tascate. <laughs> Dude, we're going to do it. It's, it, it's got to be done. <laughs> you know, it's got to be done. It's okay. Right. Do you want to, do you, do you want me to give you time to just go on a little rant? Do you want me to, to give you some breathing space so that you can, or do you want me, <laughs> do you want me to fight Alfheim's corner? I can fight Alfheim's corner if you want. <laughs> do you want to, do you, you want to fight Alfheim's corner? That's the question. Do you feel morally like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah ready Dude, to, to sit in this corner i love okay. flying fairies what's wrong with it uh, there's nothing okay. there's no, nothing wrong with alfheim in my opinion i think it's a great great arc what's what, what? okay first fuck you <laughs> secondly <laughs> here are all the reasons i hate alfheim <laughs> yeah. that's what the episode's called go on oh uh, god where do i start okay the cardinal sin is that it's just it's boring there's not enough ha- like you introduce this completely new game world with flight mechanics and all this other stuff yeah and you somehow turn it into fucking Super Mario. Your princess is in another castle. Go get her. <laughs> Bringing me immediately onto the treatment of Asuna here is unforgivable. <laughs> she gets turned out from this absolute badass leading literal armies into, into, into battle mm. to, oh no, I'm in a cage and I need my true love to come and get me. Thirdly, the guy, Su- uh, what's he called? <laughs> Sugo, this motherfucker, it, it has the audacity to be both the worst written and most genuinely weirdly evil guy in the series so far. Not content with just marrying a comatose girl in real life, he goes into the virtual world to molest her. Which brings me on to this topic of molestation. Number four. Those tentacle assistants yeah. are fucked up. Mm, yeah. And they should not be allowed the way that they oh, it's disgusting and again it it that links back to number three in that asana is helpless against them for some reason kirito can come to this new game and immediately be a badass with his sword skills asana gets taken to this game and she's turned into a warbling canary in a cage number five who gives a fuck oh, about the rest of the guilds who gives, a- Who gives a fuck about the rest of the guilds? I don't care about Cat Sith. I don't care about the Salamanders. Yeah. None of them mean anything. They're just there to get in the way of Kirito. <laughs> Isn't that a bit contradictory to point number one? Like, you can't say that there's nothing in the game and that it's just a Super Mario. It's boring. <laughs> point number one was that it's boring. And these characters are boring. They're just there to be like, no, you can't go through here because reasons. And Kirito goes, lol, what if I do it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> point number six is, yeah. why... <laughs> Why yeah. am I supposed to care about Kirito dying in this game? Yeah, yeah. There are no stakes. Yeah. The stakes are there for Asuna, yeah. but there's nothing really urgent. Yes, oh no, they're experimenting on people's brains and doing nasty stuff. I don't, what? It doesn't matter. Kirito gets literally infinite lives, <laughs> infinite attempts at this. So why do I care when he dies and it's uh, he's all sad and mopey and he can just be revived? <laughs> Yeah, and then lucky number bloody seven. Let's, okay, my fucking final point yeah, on this yeah. is the fact that it ends with, okay, here's the world seed, and now we can go back to Alfheim and Einkrad whenever we like. Yep, yeah, and all the other worlds are created. Kyaba is a fucking VRMO ghost. <laughs> yeah, because he's a got his subconscious. Okay. 
<laughs> oh my god, that was fun. <sighs> and that's this week's episode. Sam's gone off to have a mental breakdown. Um, wow, that is a lot, Sam. You've got a lot of problems Look, with the show. Blimey. I, I, there, there's good stuff. Number eight, fucking Cousin Gate. <laughs> I can't believe that wasn't even in there. Yeah. <laughs> cousin Gate. There's so much. There's oh my god. <laughs> There's so much going on here that some some of the shit just keeps slips through the the sieve. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah, there are good points to Alfheim, and I'm not gonna tear anybody down for liking it because there are good moments and there are moments in this that I do genuinely enjoy. However, I feel yeah. compared to Einkrad, which had problems, but was generally pretty competent. Mm. This just you have oh. you have pointed out some pretty. Uh, issues with this. Um, I'm going to defend one of them. The whole, uh, not, not okay. dying, um, or not, not, no real consequences and stuff. Yes, he can have infinite goes, but dude, have you not seen, um, do- the Doctor Who episode where he, where Peter Capaldi gets put in prison and he has to relive the same day over and over and over and over again? Like, that's tor- that's torture on, like, a whole nother level. Or, like, Groundhog Day. That guy just continuously... He, he just continuously can't cope with the fact that he's not with... Well, uh, to be fair, the first half of the film is just... Yeah, uh, it's, it's a funny, jaunty adventure, right? Yeah, yeah. But then he start, Then it gets really dark. He starts trying to kill himself because he's he can't be with the... He can't escape the loop. He can't be with the person he wants um, until he focuses all his energy yeah, on but trying with- to seduce the woman. Um, yeah but with kirito it's like he can he can still log out he can still go and take a walk and get a breath of fresh air yeah but like, not with asana asana yeah, I, is life asana's <sighs> asana asana is fresh air that asana she, though <laughs> i know right <laughs> uh, like he needs asana to to exist i don't know yeah. i don't I, it's look the alternative is you redo angrad isn't it like the alternative is that you can die and there are serious consequences it's a nice mm. shift of pace um yeah and the and I, I guess once you do that you can't because there is no life or death you can't just have asana and kirito playing a normal game and kicking ass so mm. there has to be some so the consequence is he might never get asana back yeah because it's it, it's tied to her arranged marriage right it's she because she's yeah, from like yeah, a yeah. powerful family and Oberon, um, or Sugo, is the person who's meant to be marrying Asuna, and he does Which it in I the still don't way get. I still don't get, because he says, I, I can't marry her, really, so they're going to adopt me, and that's as good as marriage. No, it's not. Oh, look, I more guess... incest. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh wait, <laughs> we're uh, watching Citrus again. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh yeah um i mean yeah okay, I, I can see your point about the the looping and i did just defend the end of iron kirito's love for asana is that driving yeah, and maddening yeah, yeah. for him so yeah i can see it from that point of view okay. if i have well, uh, to <laughs> <laughs> um there's not a lot else uh, th- what, what one of my see i didn't pick up on a lot of what you've just said, and there are you've, you've identified a lot of flaws. <laughs> However, there is one more, and that we need to get into, and that is how the hell his sister slash cousin doesn't uh, know it's Kirito. Oh God! Oh my God! I've I've fallen in love with this avatar in the game that looks exactly like Kazuto, except yeah, uh, except uh, wings and and pointy and, ears, I guess. And he's called Kirito. Like, um, that's very similar to the 
to the name of my brother. And I've never inquired into what the character's name is. In the whole two years that my brother was in SAO, I never sort of looked into what his character might be called. And he's never mentioned it since, funny enough. In in, in real life, he's, since he's come out of the game, he's never mentioned who is what he, what he called himself in-game. And... His voice sounds exactly like my brother's. Like, yeah. I, I, I think I, I, it's weird that I don't recognise my brother's voice. It's so contrived, and it's and even in game, we've never had a conversation where we mention something that might make us might slightly suspicious. <laughs> God, yeah. what's my brother do? What's my brother doing in his room? Or and Jacking not responding? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Sugar knock. God damn it. <laughs> but the, yeah, that, doesn't that... she go into his room whilst he's hooked up to the nerve gear no she knocks on his door and he doesn't respond and he, she says something like oh he must be sleeping um, um i think i've, I've yeah. got like a mandela effect where I, there's like a i'm thinking that she goes into his room and like leans over him whilst he's sleeping or something <laughs> <laughs> no but that, that's like that's like all the things that I, that happened in um Einkrad with me, like I'm sure these things have happened in some universe, in some context of mm. SAO. Yeah, Just, yeah, that whole thing. And why, why do they have to have that? Why does she have to fall in love with them? And she makes a big deal out of the fact that they're cousins. Like I know we're not brothers. Oh brother god, and her entire fucking meltdown during the forest when she when because Hirito mentions Asuna, doesn't he? And then that's what tips her off to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Kazuto. And then she gets really yeah. pissy and logs out and locks herself away. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't on Kirito, man. Why is he having to go clean up after this disaster tornado of a human? Yeah, well, it is on Kirito, isn't it? Because he ignores he's her just, because... He's just so um, charismatic and dreamy. Yeah. Um, I mean, why wouldn't you want a sexy piece of your sister slash cousin? Uh... <laughs> let's, let, let's keep it in the family, guys. God damn it. And I I, I just can... don't see the point. Like it does, it, she tries to justify it. Like, oh yeah, we're not sister and brother; we're just cousins. That's not doesn't make it better. That's that just make as it bad. Better. Uh, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. It's a it's another weird. It's like we need to give him. I I want to him to have a character that's closer to home and and whatever. But I also can't write a female character that doesn't immediately fall in love with Kirito. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, she's, it's yeah so the addition of sugaha to kirito's harem is not great leafa her avatar is kind of cool i like the um she uses like the wind magic and stuff and yeah 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 she's badass in her own right again but then we take mm. all that away when we put her in the harem of uh, kirito, of kirito um, yeah. because that's essentially what she ends up getting labeled with and the biggest amount of character development she gets outside of I'm going to stand on my own two feet and follow this guy. It doesn't come yeah. from a place of wanting to personally grow. It comes from wanting to chase Kirito and because of her feelings. And that's the big hook for most of these fe- like female characters. They're not well-written. And the one well-written character that we got is turned <laughs> into... In a cage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That entire just... And there are several instances where... And you, you, you mentioned it earlier, where... Uh, Asana is just violated um, mm. for for purposes of unknown reasons. This um, goes beyond sketchy, actually. This is just hentai. It, yeah, yeah, effectively. Um, I, it wouldn't surprise me if there was... Oh, no, there, of course there is. Of course there's... Fun fact. Like, yeah. 
there's a canon light novel chapter where they where they do the fuck. <laughs> Who does the fuck? Kirito and Asuna. Ah, and uh, it's it's canon. Um, They've porked. That's absolutely disgraceful, and you need to let me know where I can get this. Um, it's called chapter sixteen point five. <laughs> that's chapter sixteen point five. I'm joking. Obviously, I'm not going to read that. Um, sixteen point five. You said yeah. Sixteen point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, uh, I'll slide you a link after. <laughs> I, I I am weirdly curious to see how they even. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Okay. I don't want. No, I don't know if no, I want to. I, I want. I want you to read it. Um, <laughs> and I want uh, next week. <laughs> I would like you to let no, me know what no. you think. And oh, I'm God. just going to say one word to you, and that word okay. is glorp. Glorp. Oh my God! I don't even like it already. <laughs> no, that's a horrible <laughs> word. Ah. Uh. Oh, it's what, did, what, what words did we take? To, oh, <laughs> gunge. Did we talk about gunge last week? Oh, yeah, we talked that time I got reincarnated as a gunge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so the, the rapey scenes, uh, with the big bad man, um, he, whose character, like you say, is poorly written, um, are just really uncomfortable. I think, I don't think they needed to do that, really. I think the threat of it and the threat of him just being a, a bad person and having get, Kirito pinned on the ground at the end there is enough. I get that it's a cartoon, but he's cartoonishly evil. It's like, well, how can we make <laughs> him the the worst person? And the solution was, we'll make him really rapey instead of actually developing him yeah. into an actual antagonist. Like, I'm not, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, because his motivation, I say motivation with air quotes, is this whole idea that you're going to control people's minds uh, and be able to control people and mm. they're doing experiments on the people that are trapped in there, which is fairly interesting, but it doesn't but it's, come it's, to anything. It's, and it's nothing more a, than a, like a, almost a throwaway line. Like yeah, that's the yeah. thing that, uh, that's why there's however many SAO players still in comas. And they gloss over that to focus on the fact that he's fondling a child. Like, yeah. It also, how has no one figured this out in real life? Right. Like, what are with the police doing? <laughs> I know with everything that's gone on with SAO, no one's going. Well, these people are still in comas. Let's investigate the companies that have got the technology to do this. Let's, Let's have a look at the, the only other VR MMO that's currently yeah. at, like out there. Yeah. Just... And that's it. Just pull it apart. Like we've got no one who's technically able to investigate this, you know, to delve into it and see, look at the code and see who's operating this, who's controlling it. Like there's bollocks, bollocks. The guy's bought the company effectively. He's inherited. The, it, it's it's gone directly from Kyber to this dude. Yeah, um, and they, there was no everything. screening. <laughs> yeah, and well, not only that, but there's no trail. Like, come on, there's clearly going to be a, a trail yeah. of how how this guy's got this technology. I mean, there's enough of a trail for fucking Ghost Kyber to come back. Yeah, yeah, you didn't like that. No. <laughs> no. What, 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 what about what about what about that annoys you so much? I'm I I, I don't really have an issue with that. It's just because he it's a deus ex machina in the worst way where Kirito's at his lowest point. The bad guy's touching his girl's boob. He like the pain receptors have all been turned up. And instead of Kirito on his own strength and his own willpower managing to do something, he just gets given the keys to the fucking kingdom 
by uh, Sad Ghost. And uh, admittedly, yeah, it's a nut. It's uh, the fact that Oberyn and or uh, Sugo gets that level of like he cranks the pain receptors up way 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 oh, higher yeah, and stabs yeah. him like that's really gratifying but that's mm. only because he's been made into the worst person ever with no nuance yeah. and even then the way that kirito gets the ability to do that if it was like oh i see that you've got an you've got an ironcrad completion badge or something and then he could <laughs> and he could use abilities from there and that's how he gets the edge yeah that's cool Kaiba coming back for one last monologue and to give Kirito literally the entirety of Aincrad as well as a way to beat the big bad just feels like the biggest out yeah. of nowhere. I, I think uh, motivational wise, I, th- I think it's very, char- very in character for Kaiba to do that though. I think mm. he's very flamboyant, very showy and of he's, course he, he made reminds, himself into a ghost. <laughs> he re- he's basically the uh anime version of elon musk like he just does oh things God, yeah <laughs> he just does things for show and like tries to push the boundaries in all sorts of way ways and uh, you can imagine musk just trying to get his mind to be wh- whatever the terminology is for ever living in a, uploaded in into the yeah <laughs> um that'll be his next step after he's conquered space i mean he's uh, already working on those brain chips dude yeah well God, yeah. So, um, I th- I, do you know what I mean? Like that—that that seems like mm. a rel- he would—he would want to do that. He would, wa- Kaiba would want to upload himself to be ever living in this game because he's a billionaire who just wants to push boundaries. Yeah. And for him to come back at that point, I think he would have been for he, he could have it could have been him. I want to be. I want Kirito's obviously won the game. He's he's defeated everyone, and I want to make sure that he because he's already in the game. He dies at the yeah. end of his, in real life, we think his real body's died at the end of Aincrad. Yeah. So he must have already pre, he knew that was going to happen. So he p- uploaded himself. So mm. there's no reason he wouldn't have thought, I want to put in some fail safes where like, you mm-hmm. know, people, where, where they hit, where Kirito, because he's watched Kirito and he's, he knows that that's who he's lost to yeah. at that point. Kirito then has this hidden, power this hidden skill that unlocks kaiba telling him this when yeah. he gets to this point um yeah I, whatever yeah I, I can see why you don't like it um i think, I think it's probably as well it, but. because in alicization later there's some more stuff um tangential to kaiba um yeah. i thought i thought he'd come back <laughs> that comes back into it and it's like mm, doing this again okay. and i'm like yeah. right okay cool um fair enough yeah i think is that it <laughs> i don't know what were, what were, i'm trying to think of your other points because you went through them so quickly what what were some of the your other big uh things that i want i want to try and uh try and try and down. fight back okay so there yeah. was the the lack of stakes there was the yeah. cousin gate yeah oh, the, <laughs> the pacing and just the inconsequential the kind of thing it's boring whenever yeah, there's not a it fight was. It's just dull. Yeah, there weren't. Oh, there was the whole demon thing. Oh, the gleam goes... eyes. Yeah, he does. Yeah. The, he does the illusion against yeah. a bunch of salamanders and, then and becomes eats people. Yeah, that was sick. That was cool. Yeah. So there are some some redeeming qualities. Not redeeming. They don't redeem I, anything. But there's again, some good qualities. Good. Bits. There are good moments in Alfheim. It's yeah. there's the the fight against the salamander captain, 
is a particular yes, standout. Yes, the dude with the big sword. Yeah, mm. yeah. He, he absolutely. Yeah, that's really well done. And that's that's one really good thing about sword art in general is that they, although Kirito is massively overpowered and he just dominates every, well, not dominates everything. He doesn't dominate everything because they always come up with quite creative and interesting ways that his opposition have different skills that mean Kirito has to do something a bit different. It's not always mm. the same thing. There's always something about them that like, like, like that instance there, the guys can phase through attacks so that Kirito goes to block something and his sword just phases through and it still hits him. That's a really creative way to mm. get around the fact that Kirito's OP. And like with um, Kaiba in general in the first fight, when he can like stop time to like yeah. counteract Kirito's speed, that that's again, a really interesting way to get around that. So yeah, I think they do come up with some really good um, fight scenes because of that. That's like, what makes them really interesting sometimes. Yeah, the, the sword art fight scenes are always consistently excellent. And this is, this is something that I've, I've had, to, I've, I've been struggling with a little bit recently. Um, okay. is the idea of what makes a good fight scene? Is a good fight scene just something that looks amazing? Mm. Or is it something that even if it doesn't look great, it's still because of the characters involved in the motivations and everything else? Does that elevate it? And the the answer that I've essentially come to is it's a bit of column A and it's a bit of column B <laughs> because I can appreciate yeah. some insane animation, but if I don't know if I don't know the context behind it, then I'm not going to enjoy it as much. Versus if the motivations are good and it's not maybe the best looking, I can still really get into a fight. But I sword think, art think, is hmm. mostly flash. And there are some bits there, like the fight against the captain looks really cool and is really, like you said, really intuitive in the way that they use the powers. Yeah. But I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, there aren't a lot of stakes. And it's 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 one of your, you don't have the same feeling as you do with some of the others um, mm. where they're like quite big situations or something. Like when he fights the Gleam Eyes and does the dual wielding for the first time, you're there in the room with him. You're feeling like you're like, this is life or death. This is, he's trying to defend the one he loves. He's, he's caught this cool new ability and he's using it to fight against a raid boss. But, but Sam, effectively what you're saying is it's the same with anything in any situation, you know, an an action scene you can appreciate on a, on a level, technical level. Yeah. On a technical level, you know, in, in a, in a, live action car chase you can appreciate on a filmography sort of point of view but unless you care about the characters then mm. it's just need for speed and you don't give it up um, <laughs> it's it's need for speed youtube best best of highlight clips <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and it's like okay mm. that's that's fun i guess yeah. but i don't care about what happens but i think um, that's where sword art falls down especially in alfheim is because in alfheim we should care about this character because we've been with him for a whole arc and yeah. the rest of the cast just don't carry their weight. They, they try, uh, in my opinion, they try and change the consequences a little bit. So, like, it's not life or death, but like in that situation with the leader of the Salamanders, it's that if you defeat me, you have clout, and you can then <laughs> your your argument wins, I guess. Um, yeah, which yeah, uh, it is. It's, yeah. it's it's never going to measure up, is it, to life and death situations? Very true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So Alfheim bad. 
<laughs> Ironcrad good? Ironcrad good, except yeah. for Yui. <laughs> except for Yui. God, um, that stupid fairy. La- yeah. what, what about Laughing Coffin? We- oh, yeah. They, they're do you, how do you feel serial about that? killers. Um, yeah. Laughing Coffin, I don't mind as much because I feel in that situation in Aincrad, you would get yeah. those kind of people who still think it's all a game and it's just like this big experiment or or whatever. And they, yeah. And we get a lot of uh, exposition from those guys of, oh, well, I can just do whatever I want. This is a virtual world with no consequences. If I want to kill somebody, I can. It's just a game, yeah. bro. And like, yeah. it's creepy because you know that it would almost, because the players don't get any information on the outside world, apart from what Kaiba tells them at the very beginning, you can believe yeah. that those people would just think it's just a prank, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and that it, if they go back into the real world, it would maybe even stand up in court. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I killed 30 different players, but I didn't know that they actually would die. I thought it was just a joke and that we were just well, te- stuck. Technically... Yeah, you're you're killing their avatars. You're you you are mm. doing nothing more. The fact that, that that triggers a death in real life is almost inconsequential. Like you don't know that's going on. That and and they be... don't know. That's why there's so many players no, exactly. who yeah, yeah. attempt to take their own lives during the Ironcrad arc because they they're just like, well, I'll, I'll jump and then I'll wake up, and it's yeah. like. Ugh. Are you talking about anyone specific here? Are you talking about the... Talk about that dumbass guy from Black Cat who yeets himself <laughs> off the balcony with the keys to the house. Yeah, what an absolute imbecile. Like, he's still he's still falling. He's just going round. <laughs> um, yeah. What, um, what, what did you think of Laughing Coffin? It's difficult because I, I sort of glossed over it my first watch. Um, didn't really pay much attention to them. But going back and watching it, it's nice to see that come up a few times because obviously we know what it goes on to in later episodes, uh, mm. later series. So I think, I don't know how I feel about it really. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I just, I just wondered whether there was anything, um, in the community, uh, that sort of spoke about it a bit more, but, um, obviously not. It's just a, one of those things. Okay. I've got some, I've got some final things that I want your candid okay. opinion on. Um, Go on then. To kind of, to, to bring us through the end of season one of Sword Art. So what did you think of the Asuna and Kirito relationship in general? What are your thoughts on them as a couple? Oh, they're, they're nice. They're good. They work well together. They seem to have this sort of power couple vibe. They sort of focus on themselves. They dominate uh, flaws and dominate situations. And, and everyone, each other. Yeah, and each other, um, 16.5. And then they, um, <laughs> there's, although, um, Kirito has his group of harems, um, or harem group or what, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, Asana also gets a lot of affection as well. Like a lot of the blokes and things in this are very, uh, you know, forthcoming with their, um, how much they like her. Yeah. How much they like her. To the her, point they where they tried to kill Kirito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, I think they're they're a good couple. I think they, as far as role models go, they're they're not a bad bad pair to have, um, especially in Aincrad. In yeah, Alfine. Uh, do you think they're do. believable? Believable. 
as far as you know magical fairies and no magic. as in like they like do you think that because <laughs> this is kind of a, a a fairly big sticking point is that idea of they fostered this relationship inside of a game out into oh, yeah. and then it's affected into the real world do you think that that's something that is um played up yes you uh, or, or you think that it's it's believable and it could happen i don't i don't think i can see the obvious uh problems that you might have with that but i think as they're fairly young you know a lot the young romance would potentially blossom it's very intense isn't it a young yeah especially young when it's life and death and it's like you don't know when your next last day is going to be <laughs> well i think that exaggerates it but i think thinking back to when i was young younger and falling in love when you're a teenager it's so intense because it's new it's it's the first time you, that you're feeling all these feelings mm. and your scope is so your, your scope of real life is just diminished it's not as as you get older you learn more you, you get more, a bit more cynical you jaded if you like yeah yeah <laughs> um but i think because it's so powerful that's mm. never going to leave you and i think because there's you look exactly the same because Kaiba made it so that you don't you don't look like an avatar. Yeah, it's fortunate it, that they're both really attractive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine think, if it like Asuna just turned into like one of the like, one of the dudes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that helps. I think the fact that they spend so long in there—it's two years in there—and you, mm. you've got to say, I don't know, probably. How long is it until they get together? I, I, it's not that long, I don't think. I don't, I don't think it's. It's fairly well. Know, six. They're, they're six talking to each other from the beginning, and they fight together. So they're aware of each other from the very beginning of the game, and then yeah, but they the don't really sandwich off. stuff is after Christmas. Oh no, no, no it's before Christmas, isn't it? When but but then again, the episodes jump along the timeline so quickly; it's hard yeah. to say when that would be. Because there's a bit when. Uh, fairly early on and i did make a note of it I'll, while i'm rambling i'll see if i can find it uh, oh yeah episode eight so uh, episode eight is mm. when asana cooks and they're so they're asana and kirito decide to team up and that's the first time that that's when they become a what they called a guild of the road not a guild but like a our oh, party a, a party yeah that's, mm-hmm. that's when they become a party for the first time and two years has already passed at that point oh because it says, because Kirito narrates at the beginning of the episode, he says something like, uh, it's hard to believe that two years have, have passed. So, yeah. So it's fair, to be fair, so they haven't been fresh. together. And yeah, then they get they married and have a kid straight away. <laughs> yeah. Is this yeah. just Japan trying to incept the idea of having kids is a good idea? Please, our birth rate they, is declining. Uh, only one. <laughs> only one, and having it's an AI. One, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I guess it is fair... Because it's such a fresh relationship, you could see that having problems on the outside. But I think because they're kept in that world almost, aren't they? Because they go to, mm. they get put in that school together. Uh, yeah. Which, oh, I don't even know. If, we don't even see that, do we? Until later on. Yeah, not until, until, until later. But, we, it's um, mentioned, but then it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, if you if you were in SAO, you missed school, you go here, you're together. Yeah. Well, well, As- Asana's still in the game, isn't she? So uh, mm. they mm-hmm. they obviously mm-hmm. can't go during these arcs. But so that because they're kept in that environment. They're kept together. It just keeps propagating, doesn't it? It just like yeah. There's the no, there's never no... like kind of lets off. Yeah, exactly. So I think it is believable. I think as they got into adulthood, and I don't know what happens further down the line, but 
uh, if it's if it's even got that far yet. But if in adulthood, yeah, they might change their minds and realize. Uh, <laughs> Actually, and sorry, but, but, <laughs> I like uh, I liked Elizabeth better. Elizabeth was best girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. Soz. <laughs> but they but but what are relationships founded on? I mean, we're getting really deep here, but like similar interests and similar you know they're both they've both got my had the same is not experience. dying in this game exactly they've both had the same experiences <laughs> for for two years and as a however old they are 15 16 year old or whatever they whatever they are like they, 17, yeah. they they've had the same experiences for the past two years that's a whole chunk of their life that they've got in common and mm. other people outside of the game aren't going to be able to relate to that yeah, they people who haven't gone through it. that they're yeah. not going to have that that relationship so yeah, I can see it happening. It might not necessarily be healthy. It might be better for them to <laughs> go their separate ways and find someone who has, um, who has not had the, had the harrowing, know, harrowing experiences. experiences. That <laughs> yeah, had. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. But I can't wait for you to watch Alicization. <laughs> I have no idea what that is, but I, that's yeah, the, I the most recent sword art series. It's the next one that you, after the movie, after the movie. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm. Okay. Awesome. So just like, at the very end of Sword Art 2, when they're all in a nice cafe chatting and expositing, I think that's time for us to stop expositing on our feelings about, uh, Oh, and I did. Art. Yeah. So my, my leaving, my leaving thought is, um, I was looking <laughs> through this uh, and looking at all the cafe chats and stuff. And it was, uh, yeah, quite, quite glaring. Um, in Alfheim as well as uh, Eincrad. Yeah. There, there's a lot of times when they're just Alfheim, especially <laughs> because it's, because they can log out and go to a cafe, they do. Yeah, <laughs> and and it, they're explain. Sometimes I don't even know if they if if this is it in an iron crowd, but there was a particular moment where I was like, they're literally explaining stuff that they both know. They're having a conversation mm-hmm. about stuff that they both are aware of. I think. Yeah. I wish I could remember which bit it was, but there's a particular bit where they're like, oh yeah, and this is like how we do this, 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 and this. And it's like, yes, you know this. This is not a big revelation to you. You're not explaining it to anyone. You're literally just... Just for the audience. (sighs) Just for the audience. And there we go. And then that's it. That's that's Sword Art. It has good bits, but also, boy, does it have some (laughs) bad bits. But but not that that stop will, uh, because you have actually watched season two as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I have. Yeah, the entirety. Oh God, we'll do that next. I don't. I don't know if I can rewatch all of that because oh, that ending. Um, oh, we'll get to that man. in the future, though. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, before we move into the last segment, I just want to uh, thank everyone for listening. Um, it's uh, really good to have so many of you dropping in um, to keep Sam's mum company as, they, as you <laughs> listen to these. Uh, I knew it. Long, I knew it was coming. Long episodes. <laughs> long episodes. <laughs> Uh, the joke there is Sam's the Sam's mum's the only one that listens. So um, just in case you were wondering, um, and uh, thanks Sam's mum. Um, <laughs> I was going to make a really inappropriate joke then, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> My mum's listening. Well, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you, and uh, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, all the usual socials. Uh, keep it. Keep chatting away to us make sure you interact and let us know what you thought of sword art i I know there's some very devout fans out there that have already sort of made their voices clear and that's great we we love to have that dialogue i think it's a a community like uh anime where you have a lot of passionate fans is one of the great things about this podcast that i can come in and sort of have that naive novice view and people can tell me why i'm wrong um yeah that's exactly why we're here so yeah, follow us on everything. Subscribe so you get the next episode in your in your podcast app, and we'll see you in the next one. Or you can stick around for a bit 
of Slice of Life. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of Slice of Life. Excellent right? transition. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and, and there you will hear another one of Will's amazing slice of life transition uh, <laughs> bits, That's which I'm so thoroughly fun. enjoying. <laughs> they are so, um, what's, what's the word? It's just self-indulgence at its peak. It's just me pissing around with a microphone and just... Uh, <laughs> That's some really jazzy music. We love it. We love to see yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I had to go with jazz though. I have oh, to yeah. Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um so Sam, what have you been up to this week? How have you how have you been doing what you've been what's new? Oh, I've been good, thank you. Um I have dedicated this week, seemingly, to Ooh. watching all of the legendary oh, oh, no. God fuck no. <laughs> I've made my opinions very clear. <laughs> I love Sword okay. Art. I like Alicization, but I'm not going back. You can't make me go back to Alpine. <laughs> now, I have uh, I've spent this week uh, watching legendary pictures, um, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla, and Godzilla King oh, of yeah. Monsters. Uh, each night yeah, this said. week, I've watched one of them because I'm a glutton <laughs> nice. for watching giant monsters punch each other. Uh, yeah. And especially with Godzilla versus Kong coming out relatively soon, I thought, right, I'll catch up on them. I've not seen, I hadn't seen Kong before. I really liked right. it. I thought it was brilliant. Honestly, I had the biggest, dumbest smile on my face every, <laughs> for all of these three movies. Oh, good. God, yeah, I like Kong is this weird Vietnam film, and then there's giant monsters, and Samuel Jackson yeah. absolutely kills it as this <laughs> commander that's gone too far. While yeah, the, the cast for Kong is stacked. You've got Tom Hiddleston, you've got Brie Larson, John C. Riley, oh, wow. Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, and <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> oh no! Uh, um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's funny, which I think is really important because you've got yeah. to have those moments of levity. And then the action sequences are bloody brilliant. And Rewatching Godzilla 2014, um, it's more of a horror movie almost than a monster movie, a kaiju movie, because mm. you don't see him very much, and then the glimpses that you do oh, catch of him. I'm gonna hate that film. Uh, <laughs> it's one of it's one of those subvertive ones that you know. You, no, oh, no, is no, he no, there? No. Is he not there? Is he no, not it's, there? It's, it, it's not that bad because like you, you get a full clear picture of him and then it cuts away because the, your point of view character's passed out or isn't there or whatever. So you get these uh, glimpses and then that means when in the final act where everything kind of culminates into this massive monster punch out. Oh. You're not saturated with just seeing lots of shots of him, and it's more exactly. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I get the purpose. It, it, Versus it, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, where it is just all giant monster fights all the time, and by the time you get cool. to the finale, you're like, okay. Though you do get nuclear <laughs> Godzilla, who basically turns like Goku Super Saiyan to fire off this energy blast, and that is rad as anything. <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to watch them. It sounds like a, a, a very long journey. Um, it was a beautiful hey, journey. Six hours that I am glad to have spent. How about you? What have you <laughs> been up to this week? Um, what have I been doing? I've watched a couple, a, a few more episodes of Man in the High Castle, which is, oh, yeah. is good. You know, I'm finding of that, 
with that show, I thought obviously it's got some time reality stuff going on, which yeah. I thought would be uh, the thing that I most enjoyed. But it's not. It's actually the um, it's it's there's a lot of um, mi- not mystery um, detective stuff uh, like undercover figuring out who's working for who so it's obviously mm-hmm. that there's um and and that's the, that's the side that's most interesting to me you you get the, there's the nazis the japanese and the the americans and um well there aren't really americans because americans been taken over by nazi uh-huh. nazis and how are the uh, italians doing uh i don't know it's not very european <laughs> that's kind of it's kind of weird because like the whole thing in world war Two was the axis power right so you had uh, Japan, Italy, yeah. and uh, Germany, who were yeah. the, the quote-unquote axes of evil, as uh, right. they, they they called it in the UK and yeah, the don't, US. Don't, don't test me on my historical knowledge. But I, <laughs> yeah, J- Japan and Germany are the main ones, and they've sort of okay. been given east and west uh, of the USA. And um, Japan are, have got – basically, they're still – they don't agree. So there's still a lot of conflict between the two. Um, mm-hmm. Germany sort of have given Japan this and they feel a bit agree. I don't know. There's a lot of conflict. I'm, I'm going to do a bad job of explaining the political motivations, but basically you've got people in both fac- faculties that don't really want to be there or, or want mm-hmm. to subvert the narrative and change things. And there's a lot of underhand uh, manipulation and things and you're trying to figure out who's working for who and who really wants what and i like that, that that's what's really gripping me at the minute so that's really cool the other thing that i've been watching and catching yeah. up, up, up on is the mandalorian because i hadn't finished that yet so oh. i've finally i've finally finished season two of mandalorian send me your disney login details so that i can watch season <laughs> two <laughs> i'm really excited i know i know the big spoiler from the very end of the of the season and i won't spoil right, it here yeah, yeah. But no, I I just want to watch it because I loved season one so much. It was the C- like mate the CGI though of that last of the bit you're talking about. I thought it was it's all right. Not, it's not good. No, no, no. Okay. Have you seen mate, it in motion? Uh, I've seen screen caps and I yeah. So I think I maybe saw a GIF, so it was compressed as anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it was a bit jarring considering the the what what we know of the mm. um green screen and stuff for this show yes yeah. it's stellar um i really it, i felt i felt that that wasn't great but yeah. um hey okay uh that's yeah, a discussion um, for another time i really enjoyed the mandalorian i the mandalorian for me is probably my favorite star wars piece of media of all time because it's exactly mm. what i want i want weird space shit and uh guys get guys who aren't these immortal space wizards with space magic there's space magic <laughs> there but like yeah yeah mando gets hurled around all over the shop all the time he's oh, yeah. like and i like that i like a hero who gets gets some beat down yeah yeah i um, mean i think with the with the space magic stuff you you've got to the point in the films where they are so overpowered and they are um, and, and they are in this as well when they turn up they are well, it, well it's nice when baby yoda does the or he's got his own special name now but when baby yoda does yeah, the yeah. lifts the rhinoceros thing in season one like yeah, that takes yeah, yeah. everything out of him and i liked that it wasn't stupidly yeah. overpowered yeah it's good yeah. stuff cool anyway we, we're not reviewing that here but that's what that, that's that's oh and i'm up to date with uh, obviously when this comes out there'll be a few more episodes but wandavision oh 
Oh, dude, God. I've not seen anything. I've seen one, again, one spoiler about um, a certain uh, yeah. X-Man uh, turning up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, um, oh, oh, it's good. What's really annoying, though, is that it's 37 minutes long and seven minutes are credits. <laughs> they oh, do full-on seven minutes of credits. It's really, really frustrating. Yeah. Um, if it was a bit longer, I'd love it even more, but uh, they're very short episodes. But hey, um, okay, we'll leave it there. Yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Awesome. All right. Okay. Thank you guys for listening again. I'm not going to do the whole spiel. We did that earlier. Uh, just make sure you listen next time. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you. We'll see Bye, you guys. in the future. See Bye. you in the universe. Woo. Bye. Bye.